is the devil a liar? Will you please turn your Bible to Genesis, the third chapter, the 22nd verse. That's Genesis, the third chapter, the 22nd verse. Genesis, the third chapter, the 22nd verse. And it reads, the man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Let's stop there. The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. I ask the question, is the devil a liar? Man was put out of the Garden of Eden. Adam lost his home. He was the caretaker of the garden, walked around naked, pure, innocent, just a breeze in the trees rubbing against his flesh. If we tried walking outside naked, we would have a massive pile of cars on the street. Adam named the animals. He called a bee a bee, a bird a bird. So why the question is the devil a liar? The third chapter, verse number four. Genesis the third chapter, verse number four. The serpent says to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Immediately upon eating the fruit, the man and the woman knew they were naked. They became shameful of one another. They husband and wife hiding behind leaves. Is the devil a liar? The church doesn't talk much about the devil, the serpent in the garden, but he is real. The scripture says in Genesis, the third chapter, the 22nd verse, the man, Adam, has now become like one of us knowing good and evil. Now man has the ability to discern between what is right and wrong, good and evil. To whom much is given, much is required, right? To know what was good and evil must have been a great responsibility. Let's turn our Bibles to the fourth chapter of Luke. That's St. Luke, the fourth chapter, the fifth verse. Verse number three and four are important, but I want to start at the fifth verse. St. Luke, the fourth chapter, the fifth verse, and it reads, The devil led him up to a high place, him is Jesus, and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to Jesus, I will give all the authority and splendor, for it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. So this is the devil telling Jesus this. So if you worship me, it will all be yours. The eighth verse, Jesus answered, 
Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Lord thy God, and him only shall thou serve. Jesus answered, verse 7. Satan said, so if, you, so if you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus replied, get thee behind me, Satan. It is written, worship thy Lord your God and serve him only. See, the devil is cunning and crafty. Verse 5 and 6 are just a smoke screen. It's just an attempt to throw you off. It's an attempt to throw Jesus off of what he's really trying to do. Satan knows he needs the Son of God to worship him. The devil is not worried about giving up the kingdoms. The devil is not worried about Jesus throwing himself off the highest point of the temple. The devil wants Jesus to bow to him. Let's hold that thought. Let's take a picture of that and freeze frame it in our minds. Let's go back to the Garden of Eden. When the serpent approaches Eve, Eve answered the serpent, the devil correctly. She said, we may eat fruit from the trees of the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. But Eve and Adam did opposite of what was commanded to them to do. They went against God and listened to the devil. At that moment, they worshiped the devil. They bowed to the devil, his deception. Adam and Eve was walking in their calling. Stay with me. What they was put in the garden to do. Let's return to the temptation of Jesus when he was full of the Holy Spirit, led by the Spirit in the desert. Well, for 40 days, he was tempted by the devil. By the devil. We're going back to St. Luke, chapter 4, verses 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. Verse 8. Let's concentrate on verse 8. Jesus said, Jesus answered, Get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship thy Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Jesus answered the devil correctly, and he put action behind it. Jesus didn't just say what God had commanded. He did what God commanded. Eve answered correctly. But her actions, but their actions was wrong. What they did afterwards was wrong. The Son of God, Jesus, was walking in his calling, doing what God had sent him to do. And here comes the devil, trying to deny Jesus, wanting Jesus to worship him. Now we are walking in our calling. We've turned our backs on the world. And here comes the devil. Girl, this is the devil speaking now. Girl, you go to church every Sunday. This is the devil speaking again. Who do you think you are, little preacher man, up there preaching Jesus and, Jesus and God? 
Okay, here's the devil speaking one more time. They don't love you. They're just using you. See, you're walking in your calling now. We're walking in our calling now. You're doing the things of God. You're walking in your destiny, the things God the Father in heaven wants you to do. You're being a blessing to others. You've become generous. You're giving other Christians your time. You used to frown when you saw some folk in the church. Now you're smiling. And here comes the devil saying, worship me. You tell that devil he's a liar. Not only is he a liar, he's a thief, a murderer, or accuser of brethren, and you ain't going to worship him. You tell Satan he may be telling part truth about some folk in the church, but the God you serve, David wrote in the book of Psalms, the 37th chapter, in verse number one, do not fret because of evil men, or be envious of those who do wrong. You tell them that the God we serve in the same chapter, the verse number three says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. You tell them the God you serve, David wrote in the seventh verse in the same book of Psalms, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. That's what you tell people that's trying to hold you back. And as I speak that, this TV show comes to mind, and it's called The American Gladiator. Some of y'all may have seen that. And the goal is to get from one point to the other point. And there's some big old gladiators trying to hold him back. Some big old obstacles in the church, on your job, in your marriage, in your schooling, wherever. See, see these, these contestants wrestle with the gladiators. You know, they tug of war. You know, a tug of war is when one person pull one way and you pull the other way with this object in the middle, y'all, pulling on you know, the adversary, the devil is pulling you one way, and God is pulling you the other way. Do someone in here know what I'm talking about? Do someone understand what I'm saying? Have you been through what they've been through? The contestants, they get beat up physically. They get bruised. They clamming up this wall, and as I'm watching the show, they clamming up this wall. The men with the big old muscles throw them back down the wall. And they study trying to get back up, and the men throw them back down. And then they have some women on the show. They have muscles bigger than the men. Some of them are stronger than the men. And then the contestants, they're clamping up the wall, and the woman throw them back down. Well, what are you saying, man of God? I'm saying, as Jesus walked in his calling, as you walk in your calling, your destiny, it's going to be a test of your will to keep pressing on, a test of your strength to keep getting back up, a test of your endurance to outlast that devil. He tempted Jesus 40 days and he's going to tempt you the rest of your life, a test of your faith because faith without works or good deeds get a man, a woman nowhere. If you let the devil get the best of 
you he's going to push you out of the will of God. Adam and Eve let the devil get the best of them. In the Garden of Eden. But Jesus, Jesus, Jesus says, get behind thee. Mm -hmm. I know I got some gladiators out there, some warriors, some fighters in here. You can't fight this fight alone. If you're going to call the devil a liar, if you're going to look the devil in his face and call him a liar, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. I heard someone say, what you come to fight with, man of God? Well, I tell you, I come strapped. I put on my armor, my whole armor of God, so when the day of evil comes, I'm able to stand my ground. And after I've done everything to stand, after you've done everything to stand, we stand firm, stand firm. I'm strapped with Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verse number 14, with the belt of truth. My breastplate of righteousness on my chest. In your feet and my feet, fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Take hold of your shield. I take hold of my shield of faith. What the devil is throwing ain't getting past this shield. Ain't getting past it. I have my helmet of salvation on and the sword. You can't go into battle without the sword. The sword will cut. And the sword will move mountains. It's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Jesus stood on the word. And Jesus made the devil out of a liar. You can make the devil out of a liar. Don't worry about what they say. Don't worry about what they do. Don't worry about what's going on around you, what the world is trying to offer you. See, now, now the enemy knows you ain't no ordinary person. He didn't look. They didn't look. The world didn't look and saw you fully dressed for battle. And you were standing ready to fight. The scripture says in Luke, the fourth chapter, the 13th verse, when the devil had finished all he can do, all his tempting, he left him. <laughs> he left. And he waited for another opportunity. Okay, okay, man or woman, man or woman of God, you won this round, but he's coming back as I close. With this in mind, we must always pray in the spirit and be on alert as it is written in the scriptures. Pray for all the saints of God. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. God the Father is in heaven with his Son, Jesus Christ, sitting on his right-hand side. The Holy Spirit is in the inside of us, sent as the Comforter. If you don't know God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, there's no victory. Is the devil a liar? Thank you. Once again, you heard another word, a word from T2C Ministry. We hope you enjoyed it.